This is Frank Dominguez for WDAV's Piedmont Arts. Three Bone Theater presents the premiere of a play based on the memoir of a well-known Charlotte Holocaust survivor. Protective Custody, Prisoner 34042, tells the story of Dr. Susan Chernyak-Spatz, who survived Auschwitz to become Professor Emerita at UNC Charlotte. Performances are November 1st through 9th at Duke Energy Theater at Spirit Square. Joining me to speak about the premiere are Leslie Ann Giles, who plays Susan, and the playwright who adapted the memoir by Dr. Chernyak-Spatz, Charles Laborde. They are two of the most admired theater artists working in Charlotte currently, and it's a pleasure to welcome them for this episode. Great to be here. Thank you. Leslie, I'm going to start with you. You're certainly much in demand uh, in the Queen City theater scene. Most recently, you were in uh, Silence, the musical for Actors Theater. This role in protective custody seems like it must be a bit of a departure and challenge for you. Is that right? <laughs> oh, just a touch. Um, yeah, no, completely different. Um, with Silence, it was very much a, a parody. Um, and this is anything but a parody. This is much more grounded in telling a real story about a real person. So, yeah, def- different muscles and uh, different, different approach for sure. What's the experience been like for you so far? I know you're uh, still in rehearsal, getting set to open. How has the progression gone? It's been fantastic. Um, I love getting to work with Dennis Delamar, who's directing, um, and I also consider him a good friend. It's my first time getting to work with Paula Baldwin, and she's fantastic. And just, I love working with Three Bone Theater. Lovely people doing important work. Um, So yeah, we're coming along great. I'm off book, (laughs) which is incredible, because it's a lot of lines. and yeah, and we're working with the costumes, and it, it's a very fun and exciting part of the process at this point. Charles, how did you come to adapt this memoir from uh, Dr. Chernyak-Spatz? Dennis and one of Dr. Chernyak-Spatz's daughters, Jackie Fishman, uh, called me up, and well, Jackie called and said, could we have lunch? And Jackie was a former teacher of mine when I was principal at Northwest School of the Arts. So uh, any chance to talk with her and talk with Dennis and they sprung this idea on me that they had Susan's book and wanted to see if it might be either adaptable for play or for some kind of just public reading something about her life to uh, celebrate that so I took the book which I hadn't read and worked my way through it and scheduled another, another meeting with Jackie and told her I don't see a play in here. It's too complex a story. Uh, it's sprawling, and that's what at least what I was prepared to tell her. And she was so enthusiastic about the idea of doing this play in celebration of her mother's life that I couldn't say no. So I promised I had nothing to show her uh, other than one idea, which deals with the costumes in the play. Uh, so I said I'll take one more crack at it, and then I just sat down and like like a nine-to-five job, sat down and worked my way through adapting the book pretty much in the order that the, the book is. So, Tell us a little bit about the, the approach you uh, came up with for the material, because as you say, the memoir obviously covers a lot of time and a lot of incidents, but you've boiled this down into a, a two-person drama, basically. Right. The idea was, it, it seemed to me that it needed to be mostly from Susan's point of view, but... and. and Susan's well-known in this community for her lectures and her classes uh, on the Holocaust. So I thought we would 
try to recreate that experience for people who've never had a chance to see her and for future years too. And so it, it just seemed too limiting to have just one person. So I decided if we added one more person, uh, and because I was going to use this uh, conceit device, whatever you want to call it, of the changing of the clothes, I thought, well, we'll just add a dresser here. So I ended up with two women uh, portraying all these roles. Uh, Leslie plays Susan. She gets the easy job. She has to just play one person. <laughs> uh, about as complex a character or a human being as any of us have ever met. And then the other actor, uh, Paula Baldwin, plays the other roles, including quite a few men in the show. Leslie, what's the most surprising aspect of preparing for this role, some issue or challenge that you've encountered that maybe you didn't quite expect? I think as an actor, you know, when you audition for a show, you, you're, just, you, you're excited to get the employment, and then you jump into the actual script and just realizing how massive the story is. I'm probably one of the few people in Charlotte who does not actually know Susan personally, um, so I was very new to the story. Um, so that brought a fresh, you know, fresh eyes and perspective to it. But really realizing this is a huge story. Um, so just having to prepare myself, not just for the amount of lines, but just the material. Um, and wanting to, you know, pay homage as much as I can to Susan. I'm playing a character based on her. So I'm not exactly Susan, but I want to be, I want to get her corks you know, in there, and um, her speech patterns as much as I can. So that, that's been most of my focus. Did you spend any time with her in preparation for the role? I have not had the honor of meeting her. Um, I feel like I have. I have seen video clips, um, and I listened to her audiobook, which she narrates, which that's a huge gift as an actor to actually hear the person's voice uh, telling her story which that's almost six hours right there. So just to give you an idea of how big that story is, which is condensed even for her book. That was pretty much the same with me. I didn't, you know, I certainly knew Susan and seen her on stage. And like I said, I, uh, one of her daughters was an employee of mine and a magnificent teacher and actually knew her son-in-law and others uh, from my days as a teacher at West Charlotte. But I had written the entire show before she even knew we were doing it. So we had a lunch with her, Dennis and I and, and her daughter, to tell her what we had done and to get her approval. And, of course, if she had said we were out of our minds and she didn't want us to do it and we wouldn't be able to get the rights to the book, uh, I would have spent a lot of time <laughs> just thrown away. So, uh, but, but in terms of writing it and then even afterwards, I've spent very little time talking with her about it because I think as Leslie said it's it's a different it's it's a stage character based on her life but I think it it brings a different aspect to it. Charles I have to take advantage of having you here to uh, go a little off topic and ask you a little bit about uh, your legacy here in Charlotte as an educator among the highlights of your career with Charlotte Mecklenburg Schools is being the founding principal at Northwest School of the Arts which you mentioned in some of your comments and looking back on those accomplishments uh, from your perspective now that you're retired from uh, education but still working in theater uh, how do you feel about everything that happened in all those years working in the schools? Well it was an interesting journey 
through uh, the years. I started out at West Charlotte High School when it was the gem of integration, I would say in the nation, and that was a very special experience. And uh, then I got to go over to Myers Park and uh, start the IB program there. And then the superintendent at the time, John Murphy, called me in. I had written him a letter letting him know I had a background in the arts. And he said, let's start this, this school. Uh, and I told him at the time, I said, I'll be glad to help you start it if when you have a high school, because it was just a middle school then, I'd be glad to, uh, I would put my name in the ring to be the principal. And he, uh, just before he left Charlotte, he, he made that official, so it was great. Uh, but I'm very proud of the school, the work they do. Uh, after this show closes, I'm going to New York, and it's a Charlotte weekend for me. We're going to see a Northwest School of the Arts graduate in Mean Girls, and then we're going to see Eva Noblesada, another Northwest graduate in uh, Hadestown. And then we're going off-Broadway a few days later to see Ann Lambert's Sisters play, over, uh, which is having an equity uh, showcase production. It's a great uh, testament to how uh, uh, thriving and, and healthy the Charlotte theater community has become. Yeah, it really is. And uh, Northwest certainly has made contributions to New York theater, uh, but it's also made a lot here in Charlotte. There's some of the best performers here in town are Northwest graduates, and it's good to see them. And not just in theater, that's the part that I tend to focus on. Leslie, actors often talk about the motivations of their characters, but I'm wondering about your motivation as an artist for playing this role. Obviously, you get uh, cast, and that's a great thing. It's a job, right? But there's more to it than that. You're investing yourself in it. So what do you want from this experience, and why do you think it's important that you play this role? Well, I've been in Charlotte since 2006 um, when I was able to get a job with Children's Theater of Charlotte, part of their touring company. And I did a lot of wonderful shows and important work there. And I've had the honor of doing work with other local theater companies here. But I really feel that this is probably one of the most important roles I've ever got to play. I'm playing a real person from our community that went through this incredible trial of a life. To be able to continue to share her story even when she will no longer be able to share that story, I think is so powerful. It means so much to me, not just as an as a performer, but as a person. And especially in the climate today, politically, and in a time when history continues to repeat itself, we cannot forget these stories. Charles, I'm going to let you have the last word. Uh, the Holocaust and its aftermath have been the subject of countless films and plays. Uh, why do you think it's still important to tell the stories of that period? And, and what does this particular account reveal about that time. I think we see all too much of the patterns that formed in the 19 late 20s and then the 30s in Germany being repeated around the world. I won't say just in this country, but around the world. So I think it's important that we keep that in mind. Susan, when she signs something like her book, she almost always signs never again. I think that's what the play hopefully leaves you with it ends on a I'm not going to give the ending away but it certainly draws a parallel one of the few things in the play that was directly from her was about the way the world is now and based on a very brief comment from her about being worried about things she sees around her reminding her of her youth my guests have been Leslie Ann Giles, who plays Susan, and Charles Laborde, the playwright who adapted the memoir by Dr. Susan Chernyak-Spatz. 
The premiere of Protective Custody, Prisoner 34042, performs November 1st through the 9th at the Duke Energy Theater at Spirit Square and is presented by Charlotte's Three Bone Theater. There's a link to more information from the Piedmont Arts page at WDAV.org. Leslie and Charles, thank you so much for speaking with me. Thank you for having us. Thank you so much. For WDAV's Piedmont Arts, I'm Frank Dominguez.